Yes. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to Luke and Lewis. Very special Zoom episode with guest, uh, second best guest of the year from 2020, <laughs> Billy Darcy. Welcome to the show, Woo-hoo! mate. Runner up. Oh, Runner lads. up. <laughs> A bitter pill to swallow. A bitter <laughs> pill to swallow. What mm. an honour it's not. I mean, we would have much preferred to have Darren on twice. Already had him on. Yeah. Would have been great to have him back, but he was well, busy. Yeah. Probably doing, I don't know, what do you do when you win that? You get the key to the city, the yeah, mayor's yeah. J- jacking you off downtown. I don't know how it works. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously, uh, for people who may not know, yeah, this is return guest Billy Darcy, who, let's be honest, and obviously we, we're happy to throw shade and we'll get back to that, but... Uh, I would say, in all seriousness, a, a mammoth effort from you coming mm. second when really you're up against some TikTokers who are popping right now. Oh, you're dude, up against I some mean, big competition. You blew Frenchie out of the fucking water. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think Frenchie knew he was part of the competition, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> He doesn't I mean, know where if, he is most days. Yeah, he dude, has if, severe dementia. That yeah, if, if if that guy tried his best or maybe like laid laid off himself in his twenties, I reckon we'd still be talking about him. But yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, dude, that guy—I mean, that, he's indulged in pretty much every dark art you can, and he's paid the price. <laughs> to yeah. be but, fair, though, Frenchie's twenties were in the nineteen twenties. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, he's very 20s old. They're known as <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he was doing stuff that seemed loose, but it was actually just because of prohibition. So. <laughs> <laughs> He might not even be that crazy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he still thinks having a beer is mental. Yeah. yeah. Dude, he, but, invited um, me to the, he invited me to a speakeasy the other week. I was like, dude, you need to <laughs> chill out, okay? Um, so, yeah, you did beat out a lot of people, but you honestly came second, which is mm. pretty... We were actually not surprised because you were a terrific guest. We were just really thrilled with our audience that they voted on the actual guest of the year because... Oh, like we just assumed they'd, you know, vote for. We fucking, think that audience. Know. We think that uh, the the vote was absolutely swayed by whoever campaigned the hardest with the biggest audience. Now I'm not saying that Darren didn't deserve his win, but I am saying that he did have a lot of help from his massive audience. And for someone, I, I believe you you had the smallest audience, other than the Big Brother guy, but he doesn't really count. You probably had the <laughs> smallest audience. Uh, out of anyone, and coming second is a, is a big effort from you. Well, it, you know, the thing was, I actually used the same marketing ploy as Darren. Um, I was strictly Uber based with my marketing. Unfortunately, I'm taking one to two Ubers a week, and this guy's putting up you know serious numbers. I mean, every yeah, yeah. everyone in Melbourne, can we get a lift down a fucking revolver or whatever? He's handing out flyers to him in the back seat, saying, "Why don't you have a vote while you're there?" So, yeah, I did see that actually. He had a little iPad in on like attached to the back yeah, seat. Yeah, yeah, one just of those. Had the page up app, and everyone would just vote. Yeah, so Seriously, I mean, though, we shouldn't actually be giving him ideas for next year because he wants to go back to back real hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, he really you can does. Tell, you can tell by how well manicured his eyebrows are that that guy is a very <laughs> organised young man. Okay. <laughs> well, what do you feel about your chances this year? Because as you know, mate, you're you know you're on the show. That means you're nominated for 2021. Well, I mean, second year syndrome. I personally think I'm probably going to say something pretty racist on this episode. <laughs> um, but is that just because Darren won? Well, it's not not because of it. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm just. I'm taking it one one episode at a time, but yeah, I mean to come out of the blocks so strong, 
Mm. And, I mean, just the level of disrespect I was able to get away with, I think, because I had the smallest audience. Um, you know, God forbid I achieve any sort of platform whatsoever in 2021. I yeah. would, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling confident but wary. Yeah. Okay. Well, sp- speaking right. of disrespect, uh, we did want to remind people of some of the shade that was thrown by you towards Darren at our awards night. Now, it's a civilized oh, yeah. award show, mate. It's black tie event. It's the, it's the night, biggest of, night of the year. It is. It's oh, the social yeah. event of the calendar year. And we were treating, in general, people with utmost respect, except for each mm. other and almost everyone else. But you still came in there throwing shade. This was this speech was played minutes, actually seconds, after Darren Levy was given Guest of the Year. Now, he wasn't there to accept the award, so this is really all people got on the night regarding the Guest of the Year award. This is what was played at the Loogies, if you didn't hear it. I lost Guest of the Year. I can't believe it. I deserved it the most. Um, also, I know for a fact all of my opponents are bad people, and some of them are known communists. So, I thought swallow. To lose to Derek Levy, the fucking Uber driver. <laughs> I mean, congrats, Derek. You've managed to turn your low-level job into a second low-level job. So, very crafty stuff, mate. Congrats, mate. I'm extremely bitter, and I've taken this loss personally. So, <laughs> you've also made an enemy. So, you've made an enemy, <laughs> dude. I tell you what. Who knows what I was doing that night? But apparently, I was fucking killing in Melbourne, eh? <laughs> yeah. There you Woo-hoo! go. Crush in. Not um, mad at some of those laughs. The, re- the remote crush. The remote crush with a Bunnings hat strapped on for audio listeners. Exudes was, confidence. And and here's one for the fans, a bit of BTS, as it were. I was on my way to the beach that morning when I recorded that bad boy. Um, so hence my casual yet, you know, was still able to get quite aggressive. But I was, I was actually feeling pretty good that morning. Mm. Well, we've already had Darren on this year, Billy. Um, and he heard that on the night. He's fully across what you said. Sorry, Luke, I'm going to stop you right there. Where was Darren on the night? Because doesn't he live in Melbourne? Yeah. That's uh, what he- That's what I said. Well, I said, where the fuck was he? Apparently he was on a date. He was on a date? Yes, he was uh, Roots oh. over Guest of the Year. And you wasn't, wouldn't do that, would you? Wasn't the Guest of the Year Awards on a Wednesday night as well? Yes. That man fucks. Okay, I'll say this, dude. No bird you're taking out on a fucking Wednesday is worth missing the awards nights, okay? <laughs> if, if it's like your two-year anniversary on a Saturday, but dude, any girl, you ta- any girl you remotely care about, Thursdays or above, okay? Mm. What are you doing? Where's he picked this? Well, pick I think, up the local I think park? Darren's like, problem is he usually has uh, a, like a full calendar. He's taking a girl out every night, so sometimes he has to chuck in a disrespectful Wednesday. Well, I mean, it is disrespectful, there's no doubt, but how many of these birds is he converting to roots if he needs to date seven nights a week? Because no one needs to root that much, I'll tell you that for free. Well, I'll speak from my experience, three to four max a week. And that's... That, that sounds I mean, like a lie and zero experience. <laughs> well, firstly, that's... Three to I'll four attempts know, a night, I'll maybe. Have, well, I'll have you know I went on an exchange to Arizona State University for two weeks. And okay, all right. those numbers... Even then, I still exaggerated. But <laughs> the point is, no one needs to root seven nights a week. No, no one. No, I would actually like to get your two cents on this, Billy. Uh, we had a hot debate on the show whether or not Darren Levy fucks. Lewis was, yes, he thinks he fucks. I said he doesn't have the confidence to actually seal the deal. 
And I said that to his face, which was pretty disrespectful. I think it was more respectful in my head. But then as soon as I said it out loud... He didn't really dispute it, though, did he? Which is is quite low confidence behavior. He just left it up to the imagination. So now we've got like thousands of people just debating on whether or not Darren Fox. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I reckon he's the sort of bloke where when he does fuck, however often that is, you're hearing about it. I reckon he's on the phone. He's lo- I reckon as yeah. he's coming, he's lighting up three group chats going, fucking hell, lads, how good's this? <laughs> I yeah. disagree. I-, I think the man is like he doesn't kiss and tell. But I don't think he kisses either, so there's nothing to tell. <laughs> blowjobs only from the man, I reckon. Wow. That no, blowjobs just... only on a Wednesday, that's disrespect. Well, that explains yeah, that why is. he missed it. But anyway, he did have a free day eventually. It was during the day, so we caught him pre-date. And uh, he had these things to say about you. But I just wow. don't want to go down the line of, mm. um, what's his name? Uh, is it Belinda Darcy? Or, uh, <laughs> Billy, Billy, Billy. Disres- disrespectful, Billy yeah, Darcy. No, that, that, that's, just, yeah. that's a different angle. Well, to be yeah. fair, Billy didn't remember Darren's name. Yeah, you so. Derek? Derek, yeah, Derek <laughs> which is yeah. pretty rude as well. Yeah, disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of shade going back and forth while we yeah, just yeah, yeah. Yeah. rub it's, our it's, hands it's and enjoy the chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boris or whatever his yeah. fuck his name is, I don't know. I'm sorry, I jumped on. I piled on at the end, and I apologize. I was I was there for you, mate. Luke stabbed you in the back. I, I've always had your back, man. Luke betrayed you. All right, I, I I'm, I'm not on board with this. I did say that on the show. I said I told Darren to his face. I said when we get Billy on, I'm gonna trash you just as hard, and I'm so sorry. Well, you I know. like that you you could have easily edited out your comment at the end, but you <laughs> left it in. I mean, it's yeah. it's one click. It's one click. Yeah, about six no seconds time. there. Yeah. Six seconds between you and my feelings, and you thought, yeah, fuck it, I'm, I'm on happy, a schedule. I'm happy to talk shit about you behind your back, but then I will come clean eventually. That's a kind of mm. that's where I, my morals sit. Yeah, I mean we're all we're all bloody cowboys on a fucking Zoom call, aren't we, lads? Hey? <laughs> God forbid I ever get across that border. This list is getting long. I'm gonna be cracking some skulls. <laughs> Um, and actually, uh, I forgot what the second clip is, Ruben. What's the second one oh, again? Oh, fuck. Uh, this is, uh, this is Darren clarifying some things, uh, about what happened post Lugans. Yeah, this is oh, true. This so is Darren, right. Darren had a, a lot to say about you. So we obviously, we asked Darren about, uh, you know, you disrespecting him and you guys having a bit of a beef and, and Darren mm-hmm. actually revealed some very interesting information that, uh, the listeners were shocked to hear and we'd love to hear your response to. Do you, just before I play this bit of audio, you, I guess, portray yourself publicly, bit of a larrikin, bit of a hard ass, you know, mm. oh, I'm tough on the service and I talk shit, I'm Billy D, I'm on the Instagram, firing off at people, doesn't matter who it is. Am I wrong? Yeah, He's I nervous. guess, I don't know. Like, when it comes to these fucking nerds you line me up against for the guest <laughs> of the year, then yeah, I mean, anyone's going to seem like a goddamn alpha male, you know, I felt like a, a freaking bikey in that queue, but <laughs> I mean, I mean, day to day, I'm not looking for scraps, like... Okay. And I would agree. So we were, look, I thought you were pretty fired up about this. Turns out a bit of a softy behind the scenes, old Billy D. Yeah, I messaged him afterwards because I'm like, I don't, I don't want any enemies. Yeah. He, he does. He, he wants does. enemies. Well, he specifically said, you know, we're enemies now. And I'm yeah. like, I can't, I can't do that. So I messaged him and he was, mm. he was. Really oh, look right. at him all talk. <laughs> yeah. All talk. Yeah. Uh, bite. He's actually an Because guy. he's going to probably come on the podcast <laughs> this year and talk a huge game. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, he's a lovely character. He will flat out deny that on the show. <laughs> lovely character. And, and you did the deny scenes. it there. <laughs> okay. 
A few things um, on this one. <laughs> I'm going to have to say that on the back of this, I do not think Darren Levy fucks. Because, <laughs> because, I mean, if he thinks Don't Worry About It is portraying me as a lovely character, then he probably thinks a hand job is a genuine route. I mean, this guy <laughs> is exaggerating across the board. I mean, I've... I'm a goddamn bikey now. I'm the sweetest guy in the world. Let's bring it down a couple of notches on both ends, okay? It's all a bit much. Um, Darren Levy, I didn't want to ever beat the shit out of you. I think I need to clarify that, apparently. Mm-hmm. Is that something that the people were talking about? That Darcy um, was going to come down and fucking throw hands with Derek the Uber Kid Levy? <laughs> that, that might be... Maybe that's why he didn't show up, because he thought that you would have been so petty to book a flight to bash him on stage. So wow, okay, dude. I mean, for 120 bucks, I could have fucking stomped this kind of apparently. Um, <laughs> my God, I tell you what. Is now it is getting physical. Yeah. I tell you what. Up north here, lads, in the in the land of Sydney, podcasts are meant for banter and fun. Um, mm. You know, if you want to take these threats to heart and skip an awards night because you're worried that Billy the Kid's going to travel down. <laughs> I might need to review some of these videos I'm putting out to the world. Well, Jesus. I think it's the energy of our show because it's recorded in Frankston. Everyone just assumes oh, there's going to be fights. It's probably not yeah. you. It's often like often you can hear the uh, sound surrounds of Rod's lawnmower. It's a lot of mm-hmm. like brutal energy all at once when you listen to yeah. our podcast. So people probably associate our hatred for life. Uh, with your words and combine the two, and we apologise yeah. for that. I mean, uh, how tall is Darren Levy? Oh, you'd fuck about him four up. foot three, four <laughs> foot three. But yeah, uh, yeah his roughly. background is ethnic, isn't it? Is it one uh, of the more yes. violent yeah, ones? Yeah, ethnic, but <laughs> it's it's. I think it's like thirty percent Greek, twenty percent Hobbit, and then okay. like I don't know what the other half is. Fifty percent eyebrows. I Hang think, on, Billy, you're from Sydney. We're not going to get all Cronulla riety here, are we? Well, well, I fucking hope not, but I'm just sort of feeling out the waters here. Um, okay. <laughs> that, I mean, that's where it happened, near the beach. Yeah, well... <laughs> yeah, <it's a> <laughs> okay, well, um, let's put a pin in this Darren Levy thing. I'll tell you what, dude. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, that's good. Moving what on. Have you, what have you been up to since we last spoke, mate? Yeah, well, last time I was also pretty aggressive about the fact um, that you guys were in lockdown. Mm. And I was really on the front foot. Well, not only did I lose guest of the year, we also had no Christmas or New Year celebrations in Sydney. That's true. So, for a bloke who, you know, about 90% of my self-esteem is sort of built on having beers and, um, you know, taking photos of every beer I've ever had. So, <laughs> I mean, morale it is, was It low. is rough here. It's This just happened to us. I just uh, made a whole video trashing Perth for their lockdown, saying oh, sucked in. And then three days later, now we're in the same spot. It looks like our lockdown's going to get extended. So I think the rule seems to be if one state goes into lockdown, shut the fuck up or you're next. Yeah, I 100% agree, Lewis. And what about this one, lads? I'm just waiting for those smug cunts in Brisbane to get a little mm. bit of a little bit of COVID on their wheat picks. Mm, yes. Know? Dude, they're when next. I went up there, I went up to the Goldie two weeks ago, the level of arrogance floating around that joint oh. just in general is high. But now the, the prejudice towards me as a Melbourneian was higher than usual. Usually, at an, if I do a gig there, I always tell the MC, hey, do not tell them I'm from Melbourne because they fucking hate you regardless. Dude, oh, yeah. the yeah. MC goes, 
All right, he's come all the way up from Melbourne this morning, two days after we've had a case again. Dude, the whole crowd just takes a step back. I coughed the <laughs> microphone as my opening bit. Guys, did not do well. They didn't uh, like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine all of the comedians that had to use that mic straight up. You hated that bit. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I have Dude. some great news, though, for all of us uh, here that we can enjoy. Seven hours ago, Queensland COVID warning for 35 suburbs south of Brisbane after virus found in wastewater. That's Let's what go. We want. Dude, I think wastewater is their nickname for the Gold Coast. So he's <laughs> hoping that, that cesspool gets shut down. <laughs> See, I'm, I love the Gold Coast. Like, ironically and also for real. Oh, I think, I I think that this whole COVID thing has been like a real exercise in like ruining any chance of any comedian selling tickets outside of their state. But that'll only last for about eight months. During that time, we can't leave our state. We're in lockdown. So it's kind of like just trash whoever you want. There's no shows coming up. You don't have to be nice to any state, not even your own. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Um, the first day of the lockdown in Sydney, like when the guy got off that plane in Avalon, mm. I had a Sydney show that afternoon, uh-huh. and like, like the day of, it was cancelled, and that was like a five-minute drive from my house. So I reckon anything outside your own living room, be very careful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I think that's the rule. <laughs> oh, I saw that you it. sold that show out, didn't you? Yeah, and I, I thank God I didn't spend the money because I had to refund it all. Dude, it was brutal. Oh, oh yeah, that's what I'm doing. All of the money, our tickets are on sale. We're both selling really well. All of the money goes into a fucking Dogecoin. different bank account. Yeah, Dogecoin. It goes into Dogecoin. But I wasn't even thinking about it because in Sydney at the time, dude, we're licking each other. We're, we're yeah. doing whatever we want. It didn't seem like it could happen again. And like, yeah. I just happened to not spend the money. But it was complete <laughs> luck. If if something if I was like a drone guy or some shit, I mean, we're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> That's yeah. right. But yeah, you you sell out one show, you're like, you know what? I need a drone <laughs> for like cinematic tour vlog shots. Yeah. After one sellout, I'm like, I wonder what this looks like from above. Mm. <laughs> Bam! I want to get the bird's eye shot of my <laughs> show at the Coogee Hotel. That'll look yeah. fucking sick for Instagram. <laughs> also, it was a ba- it was a basement show, oh. so I wouldn't have this fucking. <laughs> you could have just taken been... a photo from level one. Yeah, oh, or you could have just gone like this in the room, taking a pic. Um, yeah, right. So one thing I did want to bring up, I don't want to go back to negativity and beef, but I am. Um, good, Lewis, good. if you don't know, he's been just today, actually. Uh, so earlier mm. in the week for people listening, has uh, rehashed an old beef with Aussie man reviews. I, uh, I want to say I didn't, this was not started by me. He brought it back up. I did a video and I moved on. Haven't said the guy's name for years. He's come out of the woodworks cause he got some interview in business insider, which by the way, if you're a, a, if you call yourself a comedian and you're excited about an article in Business Insider and it's not you getting cancelled, you're not a comedian, are you? You're a fucking scummy businessman. Quit. Right. Okay. So yeah. you, you've said, I haven't started it, but you, you're going again. No, it's look, round two. I, I, never, I never start it. Look at my history. I rarely ever start it, but I do go nuclear at the slightest push. Yeah. Why are you aware of what's even in Business Insider at any one point? <laughs> You got yeah. a fucking subscription, dude? What are you... <laughs> well, I only saw it because Alex Williamson put it on the newsfeed. Aussie Actually, Man Actually, reviews... I would say Alex Williamson rehashed this because yeah. I'll get up what he tweeted. He retweeted 
something and just called him an amateur cunt and fired off at him on his Instagram story saying, give up, dog, which was mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> real harsh words. Um, but also more Australian and funny than anything Aussie Man Reviews has ever done. <laughs> when I saw that... Uh, video uh though yeah the instagram story of alex doing that i was just like mate aussie man reviews is just lucky he's not in the front row of the rhino room right now getting kicked in the head (laughs) 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 aussie man reviews was complaining going oh he's talking about me again mate just be glad you're not mouthing off at a show of easy (laughs) you'll get lost getting off easy (laughs) wait but do you reckon if if aussie man reviews was ripping into you do you reckon he would be like Lewis Spears is a massive cunt, or do you reckon he'd have to be, oh, look at Lewis Spears here talking shit about me on this beautiful Wednesday? Like, do you reckon he'd have yeah. to do it? I know, yeah. yeah. He'd have it's to put like, on the wig while he does it. No. Is there, is there anything <laughs> worse than a guy calling themselves a comedian, but they only ever appear wearing a wig? Shut up, bro. Just, <laughs> just finish. It's done. Cool. You entertain Americans by aping as an Australian. It's very, very fucking funny. Well, I in a way give, that he doesn't intend. Billy, I wanted to give you a chance. I've actually tried to capitalize on this because you're here. I wanted to give you the same opportunity. Uh, Lewis fired off on Twitter about it, um, so I actually replied um, just with because we'll, we'll, we'll read what I said. So, Aussie man said, uh, uh, "I've responded to the comments in this manufactured." drama bullshit on reddit okay cool you responded to me on reddit cool man talk to me uh i said i said uh manufactured drama you stole my video dork you have one joke and you took that from alex williamson you have one outfit and you even stole that from a puppet from hey hey it's saturday (laughs) he (laughs) He really did keep making americans laugh with your put on accent and alex impression zero respect for this manufactured joke thief I would like to say a nice little judo throw from me. Completely owned there. Uh, yeah, and very disrespectful dude, and very blunt. Mm. Dude, I point. reckon it's... I, I honestly am not familiar with the Aussie Man reviews um, too much, but, uh, dude, I reckon it's a cop-out taking the fight to Reddit. I don't even know how to fucking log into that website. <laughs> like, which which arrow do you click on to respond to this cunt? Like, it's a maze. He's yeah. hiding in the Wizard's Cup. It's very I know difficult. it is. It is a very strange place to to respond to criticism in in some subreddit that I'm not a part of. It's like, mate, I'm sorry, dude. The only time I'm on Reddit was when I'm on the front page, man. I don't use a site. I don't know. I've never come across him in my. I've been doing comedy for like six years. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, what I think. Whatever your beef aside, no one gives a shit about that. I'm here to do what I've done for a lot of my career, which is leech of your success, Lewis. So yeah, um, great. I came in and said, any chance I could get in on this beef? My Twitter popularity needs a lift and I've got tickets to sell. So I go, hey, at Aussie Man Reviews, it's spelt Aussie because he spells it wrong. And then I said, boom. So I fucking owned him. him. Don't even know the guy. Never disrespected me. I mean, I've watched these videos. I felt a little disrespected as an Australian. But other than that, I have no quarrels with the man. Um, And I can report, guys, since that tweet's fight off, Three tickets to Melbourne have been sold. Thank Let's you go. very much. That very is money nice. from that's money from his pocket directly into yours. Thank you, ninety dollars. Absolutely, appreciate you it. And you, oh, you see, yeah. by, judging by his response, he's he seems to have responded uh, thinking that you're making fun of me, which is further evidence the cunt cannot identify a joke unless he's taking it from someone else, uh, <laughs> which is which is really great. 
Dude, I tell you what's one of the funniest things to me is um like someone like this this bloke, it's it's super rare. This is like right up there with stuff where I, I I'm pretty confident in this. Yeah. Like an insane amount of subscribers, but I think the ratio of roots received as a result of these subscribers <laughs> may be the lowest we've ever seen. Because like the comments, <laughs> it's like my great auntie from like Toowoomba in Queensland. <laughs> Tagging my even older auntie, just going, get your fucking fat lips around this. This is the funniest thing. And it's yeah. like a squirrel chasing another squirrel. And it's yeah. like, it's fucking like, dude. I think yeah. you're spot on there. I, I think that if he was ever to message any female fan of his, you know, to try and organize a route, he would get something back like, oh, sorry, I'm a widow. I don't want to respect the, the memory of my husband. Yeah, yeah. And I love, like, the videos where it's, like, it's something that's already outrageously hilarious. Like, a guy will fall down a flight of stairs and then accidentally kick himself in the nuts. And he'll be like, Aussie man reviews. And it's like, I feel like the guy who fell down the stairs has done a lot of the legwork on this one. That's, you know? I think that's what like, I said. <laughs> I, that's what I said in my video. I think I said something like, look, a, a real big red flag for your ability at humor is if your videos are funnier on mute, it's time to reassess. <laughs> It's like before the microphone was turned on, it's already on 10 million views on some other page. <laughs> and he's exactly, like, let me just let me just thing. put a bit of my fucking uh, my my home brand mayo on this bad boy. Really just push it <laughs> over the edge here. Like fuck me, mate. Have a day off. It <laughs> really is that really is the vibe. It's like what can I add to this? Mate, nothing. You can only subtract, but give it a crack. You know what's so funny? This podcast like started out as a radio show where we would like actively go out of our out of our way to not talk badly on anyone. We we're very mm. responsible with the platform that we had. Remember that one time we wanted to talk about James Matheson from Australian Idol, but the producers wouldn't let us, Lewis. Like, they were like, nah, that's rude. Oh, like, as if he yeah, was going to... Yeah, we wanted to do some, like, career update. Like, like we wanted to do a regular segment of, like, where is he now, but only for people who have really gone downhill. <laughs> yeah, and they wouldn't let us do it. What the fuck changed, man? Now we're just going people in our own industry. This is... It's. Uh, I wouldn't very... go that far. I wouldn't put him in yeah. my industry. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, like... Yeah, you you could never run into this bloke, so I feel like there will be no consequences. Yeah, but I think uh, so. if, just, if just Peter Hellier is listening, if Peter Hellier is listening, wow, I admire everything you do, mate. Look forward to uh, crossing paths <laughs> with you soon. <laughs> That's a man that uh, wants to be on. Have you been paying attention? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> isn't that um, Husey's show? Not Pete's. Oh, no, dude, I don't care. I'll fucking jack off anyone over at Channel Ten. Give dude, me a it's start. Me. Husey and Pete Hellier are very interchangeable. Look, dude, just give me a fucking blazer. I don't know who's making the decisions, but let's Billy exit the zoom now. Fucking Lewis is going at Husey. All right, this 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 man. I love Husey. I think he's great. He signed my joke book when I was twelve. Next, you gonna have a (laughs) fucking crack at Carl? Dude, I love it when people actually tee off on like uh, big Australian comedians. Like some fucking cunt who's done two open mics and he's like. New to the scene in Sydney, will be like, fuck, Husey's a massive hack, isn't he? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen him heaps and he fucking crushes. And they're like, yeah, mm. I was just joking. Do you want to get a beer? And I'm like, I do not want to get a beer. You, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I That's hate that shit. the vibe. Dude, people Husey's tee the- off at me at gigs on my friends. They know, like, they've seen me do mm. videos with, like, other online comedians. They'll be like, man, do you like that guy? And I'm like, heaps. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Finish that sentence. <laughs> well, the, the dirty the dirty secret is most successful people are probably pretty good at stand up or and like and also uh most people in general are like legends. Like yeah. just across yeah. the board. It's like, "Oh yeah, uh, Luke Kidgel, that guy's a massive cunt." It's like, "Well, I don't, I don't think he is, man." Yeah, yeah a, that's something like, that I noticed. Like, I don't think like people, people don't so fire in. off at me. They fire off at me because I'm associated with him. <laughs> yeah, it's my but fault. Like, yeah, but I don't. I don't know where it comes from because I don't fucking take shots at comedians or anything like that. I think I don't know. People just make assumptions before they've met you, and then when they meet you and you're nice, they just would rather hold on to it so they don't seem yeah. like an asshole. They're like, oh, nah, I'll just wait for you to be a cunt, and then I'll be vindicated. And it's like I'm not going to give yeah. it to you. It's just Did hilarious to me that people think Lewis is like tough or scary. He's wearing a Ninja Turtles shirt right now and I'm not nice. even really pulling it off. It's It looks small. Did you get that when you were 10? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really small, actually. I wasn't planning on wearing it for the episode, but then I kind of got caught. Looks like a rashy. <laughs> it's very tight. Dude, I don't know. I reckon... I can count on... I reckon there's. I've only met two people in like six and a half years of comedy that are actually cunts. Yeah, and I've they probably don't that. even do it anymore. And like, name them almost, right here, right now, Billy. I honestly can't even think of it. It's like people <laughs> when you're. Yeah, that's. I was joking. Please never do that on our show. It is. Oh, and most. Oh, uh, if, uh, most of them are bookers anyway. There's some bookers out there that are scum. But yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, that's. I'd agree there. No, I think. Yeah. I noticed it like a year or two in in when I started meeting people that were much more successful than me. I I just noticed that like, it's pretty much. Almost everyone who is doing well is is quite nice, or at the very least, they treat you with a quiet respect. Like it's very rare that you meet someone who's good and bitter. The only like angry cunty people are the ones that like either don't have the ability or fucked up their own career, so they want to pull people down with them. Wait, I got a great um, famous comedian being a cunt to me story, but I won't say his name. Should, is that cool? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Um, me and my mate um, Pat Doherty, who you guys know, yeah, um, we're opening up for this like massive Australian comedian in um, in this country town in Queensland somewhere, right? And yeah. um, and it's just the three of us on the show. Um, no one Pat scroll hosts- through Billy's Instagram to figure this out. Oh, this is this is like five years ago. Like okay, I don't think good. there's even a photo of it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we're doing this um this pub, and then the 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 motel next to the pub is where we're staying. And so we get to this town, meet the guy, blah, blah, blah. He's like, go next door. The headliner, so-and-so, has your room key. He's in room number seven. Go knock on the door. Yeah. So I go, all right. So we knock on the door. Door opens a crack. <laughs> and he goes, yes. And I go, oh, hello. I'm so-and-so. This is Pat. You know, we're opening for you tonight. He said, you have our room key. You know, really looking forward to the show, mate. And he just goes, doesn't look at us. Just holds the key up, doesn't even turn his face, like just continues reading his book, and I just go, oh, and I grab the key out of his hand, and as I grab the key, he shuts the door in my face, like slowly, <laughs> like, and then I'm just standing outside the door with the key, and I'm like, that, and that was all we, that was the whole chat for the whole weekend, wow. until uh, until after the show. That must have been um, a great book. Yeah, I don't know. It must have been Lord of the Rings or something, dude. But uh, he and then before the gig, he would only talk to us 
when he was just trashing Sydney comedians because we were from Sydney. Yeah. And then uh, and then after the gig, the guy who ran it was like, do you want to come for a beer? And this guy goes, yeah, I'm just visiting a friend down at the other pub and then I'll meet you there. And then an hour come. goes past and the guy who runs the gig calls him up and he goes, uh, he goes, oh no, I'm in my motel room. I just didn't want to hang out with you guys. And he hangs up the phone. <laughs> but why, why lie and then tell the truth later? I don't know. And then the next morning we all got breakfast, <laughs> but he just he just left. He just left by himself. That's so funny. Jesus Christ. And even That's then so we were supposed to drive him from Sydney. Um, but then he was like, I'd rather catch the train by myself than have to talk to those guys. What a weird <laughs> unit. I am quite yeah. antisocial, but I'll never do that. Dude, it was just across the board. This is across like 18 hours, just mugging. Just yeah. complete mugging, every interaction. That's so weird. I've never yeah. had any bad experience with someone. Oh. But he, uh, me, me he neither, destroyed I the gig, though. Like, destroyed the gig. So That's frustrating, isn't it? Because you, you it didn't even have, yeah, and you suck. You're just like, ah, oh, fuck, he's good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we knew it. We knew it all. Maybe there's a takeaway from that. Stop being nice to people. Focus on your career a little more. True. Mm. Oh, dude, I don't know. I'd, yeah. <laughs> I'd just rather not be a piece of shit. <laughs> so, what are you? What are you working on this year, Billy? What like? Do you have any plans? Or are you just? I, I'm. I'm like thinking about tomorrow and yesterday only. I've kind of worked out if you start planning too far in the future, you start freaking out, and if you look too far in the past, you start getting sad. So I think about tomorrow and yesterday and the present exclusively now. Wow, okay. So I'm probably... You don't need to project your mental health onto me as aggressively <laughs> as you just did, mate. Uh, I'm having a I'm great just, time. I'm just trying to let you know what, okay I'm, what, I'm, what I'm planning, yeah, which is like, just is breakfast okay, tomorrow. If I don't think of the very moment I'm living in, I have a panic attack. It's, <laughs> it's going to be okay, Lewis. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't look to the past too much. Um, been there, done that, as they say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I cancelled pretty much every show I attempted to do last year and lost untold amounts of money. But mm. then, plot twist, access my superannuation richer than ever before. Incredible. So, Boom. Fin- financially last year, even though I never actually participated in the Melbourne Comedy Festival, it could be argued that I couldn't have gone better. What <laughs> What is the future? I feel like I'm going to try and do... Uh, this, there's, they're going to try and put on the Sydney Comedy Festival this year oh. and I'm going to try and do that in Guys, May go see Billy show because this man has no retirement plan at all dude come yeah, and w- when you see Billy show bring an extra 10% for the ticket fee and just put it in a jar for him <laughs> shit yeah dude I don't know what that means but I'll, I'll well, have it that's how, how, that's how super, super works I, this is the oh, right. two guys who haven't really ever had jobs before can't relate. Did you have like super? I don't know. I, don't I, do had, that. I had super. <laughs> I also withdrew my super. Uh, but unfortunately, 100% of that is now in Keelan's pocket. Uh. You're paying Keelan's super. Mate, I'll, t- I'll be real with you. A lot of, uh, a lot of uh, comedians made less money in comedy than my editor last year. Well, I mean... I, I could tell by those red rosy cheeks, the cunt's been fucking absolutely living it up. He's having a great time. <laughs> I think I okay. have like uh, 
just yeah like maybe a couple grand from when i used to work at the golf club in superannuation mm. but i haven't had a job that's required me to put away super and uh, i'm not very responsible so i haven't done that personally my 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 super is bitcoin mate currency of the future who cares 80 years we'll all be using it cash will be out that's my super all right, Lewis, don't think too far ahead, mate. Don't want you to wig out on us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I don't know. I just want to film heaps of stuff. I'm just going to spend all the money I was going to spend on yeah. touring on filming my sets. I think, and, man, uh, I think that's kind of the, the smarter move. Like, ho- that's why I really hope Melbourne goes ahead for Luke and I, because we're just like planning on filming like 23 shows in a row. And oh, then, yeah. and that's enough to have like a year's worth of clips. So if that happens, yeah. even if I don't get to perform stand up for the rest of the year, I'll at least be showing people what I do all the time. <laughs> yeah. And the clips are like currency now, dude. But yeah. the thing with stand up is like, you guys got your, you know, Ruben and uh, Keelan. We don't all have sort of an army of, of young men. Yeah who want to worship us and, and capture it all in an MP3, MP4 format, I should say. But, uh, and, the, and stand up. Yeah, Ruben does out, worship us a lot. Dude, <laughs> you should see the DMs he sends me, mate. They're fucking weird, eh? But, <laughs> like, but if you just take an iPhone to like a, a stand up gig, if some guy falls down the stairs at like a gym, you, f- you film that on an iPhone, that'll do 10 yeah. million views. Easy. That's hilarious. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But with stand up, you need like two cameras. You need to mix the sound. You need to do well on the night. Like, it, there's so much that goes into like getting a good stand-up clip. Um, yeah, to do it, to do them properly, it's it's a yeah. it's a lot. Luke has but, a lot of clips that are filmed dude, pretty poorly that go well. Oh my, filmed like shit, dude. TikTok is the wild west, as you've said in the past, Billy. People prefer it. I'm actually thinking of getting uh, my camera guy, Reese. He's gonna come on tour with me. I'm gonna get him to film a good for YouTube. And then I'm going to get him to film uh, on a fucking Nokia from 2004 jumping on a trampoline <laughs> while operating a jackhammer in the background. And people on TikTok will be like, oh, fuck, yeah, this is it. Because that's all they want. Dude, dude, the thing with TikTok that's so fun and so crazy is, like, you'll see, like, a, a Jim Jeffries clip, like, from his gun control routine that got, like, hundreds of millions of views and is now used in like i think it's used in harvard as like part of the law degree and a clip from that will not do well on tiktok no (laughs) and it's just like and then i'm there with my fucking shitty 30 second bit about catching the bus going come on boys please please go viral (laughs) and it fucking might dude it's so weird like i actually find i was telling lewis any bit from my comedy special that's professionally shot doesn't do that well but if it's filmed with high exposure and i look like a speck of dust in the distance (laughs) with subtitles people go like oh man someone must have whipped out their phone and started filming him no my girlfriend just can't operate a camera people think it's like found footage because it's like all those clips that you post are like the very foot like the world's first ever stand-up clips that circulated which were that was just like the like the most famous one is just Bill Burr going ham uh, in Philly. That was like Dude, filmed even... on three different phones. The audio yeah. is horrific. He's barely it looks like a, a flip book, but it's the best stand up clip of all time, really, because it's just seems so real and in the moment. Yeah, but I think as well, the other thing is like it's pretty fucking impossible to write legitimate gear consistently like to pump mm. out an hour a year is already ridiculous yeah and now and now you got to put it on the internet and like have it be judged mate, it's and just shit. 
it's just getting wild out there. Well, what like what's, it is so hard yeah. to write material, and that and then it's just the demand for it. That was the best thing about COVID was that I didn't have to turn over a show. Like, yeah, yeah, it takes a lot of it, you could because I kind of I had an hour, and then obviously shows got put off for a year, and instead of coming up with another hour, I got to instead spend essentially two years on one show and now i feel really good about it and i took out some old stuff and put in some new shit and it's like really nice i think what's what's kind of interesting how stand-up clips have like affected stand-up comedy is that it's becoming the norm mostly really because of andrew schultz but it's it's kind of becoming the norm to do that but what's interesting and difficult as a comedian is like okay Maybe I have to burn all of my material to get the comedy special. And then maybe Netflix comes and goes, man, you've gone viral with all your bits. Have a special. And then the Warriors, you sit, you sat there going, I fucking put out everything. I got to write an hour in 18 months for Netflix and it has to be better than all the other shit I put out. That's the worry. Well, dude, I'll tell you. My, my, and the problem with Andrew Schultz is like, the guy <laughs> is like 18 years into stand-up. Yeah. Before he started doing the clips. And, like, the guy is, I think, top three in the world. So, to he's try brilliant. and follow his Dude, he's model our... Is... I mean, we all got to see it because we were all lucky yeah. enough to open it's for insane. him. It's insane. Even uh, Billy got to open for him in Sydney and we did the Melbourne shows. Dude, the, I saw that hour twice. It was, yeah. like, top three. Top three I've ever seen was... um was I, I, In no particular order, but it was Jim Jeffries... Theo Vaughn yep. and Andrew Schultz were like the oh, best yeah. three hours I've ever seen live. It was fucking amazing, all three of them. Yeah, I've I've seen those. I've seen all those three. Um, but yeah, just what we, you were saying, Lewis, it's kind of weird for me. Like you boys have a good audience and stuff, but like the thing with me is like, so I don't have to turn over a show last year. But now I'm thinking, uh, like if I was to tour this year, do I put out all this material? Mm. Maybe it goes well, and then people come to my next shows, and I have bigger crowds. But then what the fuck am I going to do? So it's yeah. like, do I save my material for shows that not many people are going to see? Or do you put all the material out and then maybe people will come and you've got no material left? I yeah. think maybe if if the whole show is a repeat, people will yeah. get upset I think 15 that. minutes maybe? if you maybe? repeat a couple of classics and maybe yeah. even say, I've done these before, do you want to hear them again? I think people can kind of appreciate that. I've never done it, but I've been on the receiving end of it and I loved it. But also, it's like it goes both ways because some people are like, play the, you know, play this one that I saw, I love it. And then other people are like, hey, you put fucking honey and banana on your wheat bix yesterday, you piece of shit. Yeah. Mix it up, you know? Like, you say like the same sentence on like a TikTok and a podcast. They're like, I'll, I'll fucking kill you, Darcy. You're I hate, us. I hate like, that. That one pisses like, me off. And then, yeah, I don't know. And then, yeah. And, people- and, you do, and the thing is, you just want people to get their money's worth. Oh, yeah. Like, that's all. Like, if, if people would want me to do crowd work for the whole hour or play, you know, do bits they've all heard before, whatever, I would just like some clarification, you know? I just don't want anyone to feel, like, ripped off or, like, oh, I can't believe he did that, you know? That's not what I... You I know what I mean? it's an interesting thing that comedians are in that, like, musicians are just not. Like, musicians, all people want to hear is the greatest hits again and again and again. They want to hear it live and you listen to the fucking songs they're going to play on the way to the venue and then you hear it live and it's better. Like, I remember, yeah. I it's like a double-edged sword. It's like, we complain about having to come up with new shit all the time. I bet musicians fucking hate playing that one song they did in 2009. Like, I saw Muse live in 2013 or 14 when they came here and they did their their 
their biggest hit, that fucking Resistance song. Amazing song. But it was terrible live because I could tell the lead singer was so sick of... They will not yeah. come. Dude, imagine you know? playing all the small things as Travis Barker. Every fucking it. show, dude. Yeah. Imagine actually, just having to go na 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 as like yeah. Mark. Mark Hoppus didn't even, he doesn't even really sing on the song and they still have to play it live. Tom's not even in the band anymore. That yeah. would suck hard. <laughs> that really would. <laughs> dude, um, I actually had a good quote about this that I probably should have said 10 minutes ago, but... um. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was talking to her like this, like 50 million year old headliner comedian about this one day. And I was like, oh, like, you know, what do you think about like doing the same bits? (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, Frenchie was like, you know, back in 1973 when Frenchie first popped, Mm. you know, he didn't have to deal with a lot of stuff. He'd been working for 200 years before that. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Well, like, Lenny Bruce's biggest influence was Frenchie. So, you know, he was was on the ground floor, the big fella. Frenchie was doing stand-up around, like, vaudeville times. Like, before stand-up was really its own thing, he would do vaudeville shows when blackface was okay. So you can oh, kind of see how Frenchie's act has evolved. Well, I like that he also sticks to his roots, because I did a gig with him on Tuesday, <laughs> and he was he was doing blackface, so... <laughs> Yeah, he never he never moved you know, on from that, hey. I'm just saying, the, 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 you know, he knows what he does well and he, he sticks to it, which I can respect. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, uh, what I was saying was, um, I was talking to this old comedian about it. And he was like, I was like, oh, do you get sick of doing the same? Because he'd been doing stand for like 30 years. Yeah. And um, he, I was like, do you get sick of doing the same bits? And he was like, you know, there's like there was like 100 people in the crowd. And he said, mate, if Mick Jagger can turn up 45 fucking years in a row and play the same hits with the same intensity... I'm pretty sure I can tell a, a one and a half minute story about yeah. you know, seeing a personal trainer mm. and put a smile on my face. How how hard is it really? And I was yeah. like, he's right. He's totally so, right. So that was a real intelligent way of saying yes, but <laughs> I do it anyway. Yeah, basically uh, yes, because it's your job. Yeah, it's your job. Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's a good way of and, looking at it. It's like yeah, because because ultimately the shows. The shows are fun and they're great, but they are for the people in the crowd. Because you see, yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. comedians make the mistake of like getting up there for them, and then they don't gel with the audience, and then you see that rift get a bit bigger, and they fuck it and blame it on the crowd. It's like at the end of the day, it is it's for them. Can you it's not describe night. my shows so precisely <laughs> on the show, mate? Sorry, come yeah. on, always blame the crowd. It's never me. I'm perfection. Yeah. Um, can we move on? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've hit a Sorry, wall dude, with I'll, this. I was thinking, like, is this fucking lame? But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking a bit, of, talking a bit of shop there, lads. Yeah, literally <laughs> like, talking about comedy. I don't think it's ever been done. Yeah, I think it's the first yeah. podcast that's ever delved into it. Um, We're definitely oh, the one thing I want to ever do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I want to uh, touch on. Uh, I wanted to thank you, Billy. Um, people may not have heard. It's a little bit outdated now, but I want to thank you, my friends, and I. The day after the countdown day, did your better 100. Now, oh, really? for people who may not have heard the idea, uh, would you mind explaining it to people? It's brilliant. So, firstly, I'll say that I, I said this idea on Maddie J's podcast, the the, bach- the former Bachelor. Because I know by you the way, like the Bachelor, Luke. By the way, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to message you about this. Uh, it's been on my mind. Hook me up. I want to be on that pod. Okay, well, firstly, get this into you. The podcast was immediately shut down by Nova Entertainment after my episode. <laughs> <laughs> Why? They had a bit too much fun. The curse. This could be our last episode. Fuck. I, I don't know, dude. But yeah, like, because um, they were like, 
I posted the clip of it and it did really well on the internet. And I was like, oh man, like maybe they'll have me back. It's like a massive podcast. Yeah. I was thinking this is a great opportunity. And then um, I saw Ruby, the producer, like two days later, she was like, it's over. And I was like, right, well. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, that happens in radio a lot where, where something will be working really well and some guy will sneeze and go, oh, I don't like it anymore. Get rid of it. It's a cutthroat yeah. industry. Well, They're not I don't even wanna, on radio. I, yeah. Mm. I, well, I don't want to put words in her mouth, but I was like, isn't the podcast doing really well and like growing every week? And she was like, yes, it is. And I was like, and they cancelled it. And she was like, that's correct. So <laughs> fucking put that on your toast. A little bit weird that like a podcast can be cancelled. Couldn't he just go, oh, I guess I'll click upload by myself then. But I think he, he's on the books for that, mate. Like Nova Entertainment's uh, paying him for it. True. So what was it like, like that meeting do anything ba- for money? Just before you get into it, actually, what was it like being in the presence of a bachelor? Oh, you're so horny, bro. It's time um, to give it a rest. Yeah, dude, it was cool, but... Um, Can you please, please be quiet? Billy's talking. Sorry. So, and I'm his, teeth were, his teeth were even whiter than you can imagine, Luke. <laughs> Fuck wow. yeah. Yeah, and he had this kind of like, this energy about him that he didn't want to fuck me, but if he did, he could. Because mm. you would have let him. Yeah. It wasn't that he would he wanted to, it's that yeah. I would be powerless. Yep. Real, real, because, like, I know I'm a fucking 11 energy from all yeah, of those Yeah, it was guys. like, he's so hot, he transcended gender. Wow. Yeah, th- those, yeah, and those guys are powerful because not only do they look how they look, they also get the status too. And it's like just yeah. the final form with the cherry on top. It's like, you know, take me if you want me. I won't say no. I'm not yeah. going to ask you, but if you're interested, uh, what am I going to do? Well, Speak for yourself, the, thing, the thing with Matty J as well is that he's also like, a super nice guy yeah to the and it's like oh, all that's right infuriating. we get it you know <laughs> we get it like yeah. does yeah. this guy have any faults Just like turn it down i don't know i don't know this, those he guys... doesn't have a podcast there's one hey <laughs> ask nova they clearly had a fucking problem with him but mm. um I, I would say yeah there's those guys where they're like so perfect god they're all hiding some demons there's something in there no one's that oh, perfect yeah. I think Dude, that sometimes well, people like that and girls that Maybe are incredibly hot are also like that. Incredibly super hot people are, seem to only be absolute menaces or really nice. You never meet an 11 who's kind of in the middle of like, oh, yeah. they're, they're okay. I think it's because every hot person has a real phase where they work out they're hot and they can just do anything and they become a monster and then that harms them a little bit and they go, all right, I, I'm, I'm going to decide to be nice. And then they just really do nice. Yeah. I don't personally subscribe to this thing where, like, you know how blokes who, like, the the, the Darren Levies of the world, if you will, mm-hmm. um, they say, like, oh, um, the hottest chicks are the most insecure or, like, you know, no. they're the most, like, it's like, I, I reckon they're probably not the most insecure. Yeah. What, oh, what is that not. based on? They're, you're saying that the people who are the hottest, like, it doesn't make any sense. It's something that that ugly blokes or blokes who don't root have just perpetuated this myth. You know, yeah. like when I get struck down at the pub by a 10, I'm not thinking, oh, well, if it wasn't for her anxiety, you know, who knows where we'd be right now. I'm very <laughs> I, yeah, well aware I think, of yeah, what's if happening. They, yeah, that's, that is such a yeah, thing of Billy, like getting not, rejected by a 10 and like just fighting people... against reality. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying when I trip over, I don't blame the fucking steps. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, I'll explain this yeah, better 100 concept the, the for you. The better 100. We got off on uh, trying to fuck Matty J there. I apologize. Um, but basically, the better 100, here's the deal. We're all familiar with the hottest 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the countdown of the songs. It's fantastic. Now, here's the deal. You can do your own countdown. You get a hundred... Let's say you have five, five mates. You get 20 picks each. You put them all into a Spotify playlist. No double ups. You need to keep track of it. Put them all into a Spotify playlist. At midday, on whatever day you choose to celebrate, you know, it could be a Monday, whenever, you hit play on shuffle. You hit shuffle play. Hit it once. Do not touch the phone for the rest of the day. It will cycle through every song once. Killer. Okay? It's and genius. that's the countdown. And and the thing is, you treat it like a real countdown. <laughs> this is where you have to take it seriously. Otherwise, it's no good. That's so what like, we found on the day. Yeah. You, you so, have to keep track of it as well. Oh, yeah. So we had a board and we just sort of kept track of it that way. Oh, that's funny. But it's funny. brutal, dude. But you got to take it seriously. So like Missy Higgins, the special two, came in like 95 in our podcast. I'm throwing chairs. Like I'm yeah. throwing bottles of the wall. Like I'm like robbed, fucking robbed. <laughs> you know, like take it seriously. And then you can hit pause and hit play, and it won't affect the countdown. But don't, don't choose songs. Just that's it. So you can do Let like, it happen. You, yeah. So we'll hit pause like every ten songs and do like our own like Triple J style interviews. Yeah. You know. So like I'll be like, oh hey, hope you're having the best vibes ever on your Tuesday. Oh four three nine seven five seven triple five. Tell me how your weekend's going on the... And we'll just carry yeah. on like, I just did a line. I thought, you know, the boys told me to make me cool, but it was ketamine. Now I'm upside <laughs> down in the shallow end. Like, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> and we just do... And then it's so fun. But it's also brutal. Perfect example, right? This year, top seven. I have four picks left in the top seven. You're a shoe-in. Ooh, good odds. I am a shoe-in. I swear to God, seven, six, five, four... All my picks, oh, I'm out. Fuck. <laughs> was it what? even on shuffle? Or was it just playing through? It was on through? shuffle. That's I think bullshit. it was on shuffle. And I think the iPhone took a quick break for a personal attack. Because <laughs> this was So who won your countdown? What was number one? Oh, my roommate, Adam. What about this fucking absolute freeloader? Okay, the week before he won the better 100. And we all chucked 20 bucks in. So he won like $150. Yeah. The week before, he inherited about 300 grand off his mum. Oh. And and bought a house up the coast, just fucking. So there's a free house. <laughs> then a couple of days later, he's having a few beers with us. Here's 150 bucks, mate. You know, there's another. Were well, there seven and a half life. people doing the countdown? Nah, there was like uh, there was some controversy because uh, not everyone got the same amount of songs. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, we went roommates got priority, and then we worked down. Yeah, by the that way, makes sense. Um, that's fair. You said, like, your mate inherited something like it was a great week for him. Yeah. It means someone close to him died, and you're now going, fuck you. Take more no, of my sorry. money. No, sorry. they die, and then you get the inheritance. <laughs> okay, sorry, I should have clarified. His his mum sold the family home oh. and gave him, like, 300k. Oh, okay, well yeah. then, yeah, no complaints then. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now, plot twist. I guess this is probably in, in poor taste to discuss uh, my roommate's finances. <laughs> Plot twist, though, this arrogant son of a bitch didn't get approved for finance because he bets too much. Yes, there <laughs> we go. Get it. But that's right. He's not going to need finance because you always win. He'll turn that into 10 mil. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. He'll probably accidentally put it on red at the casino and win. So, um, um, but what, yeah. What's your thoughts on the uh, trying to sabotage the countdown for your friends? I did a bit of that. I did about half songs I actually liked. Um, and I'll be mm. honest, geez, it got a real, it got a great laugh when Crank That by Soldier Boy hit number five on the countdown. Is there much of yeah, that going yeah. on at yours? 
So, Luke, I'm glad you brought this up. We used to, uh, last year we did your way of, you know, just pick whatever you want. But unfortunately, uh, what happened was what we now refer to as the Inter Club incident of 2019, <laughs> where oh, Inter no. Club came in at number three. Uh, we got about 35 white guys in Sydney in a backyard <laughs> with Inter Club by 50 Cent cranking. Yeah, we just sat there in silence. There was no vibe. Yep. Um, so now, so so the say, next year you decided to really segregate and just so have what, like white a whites only playlist. Yeah, no. So it, it was a whites only playlist. Um, our rule was if it wouldn't fly in Tennessee, it's not going to fly in our backyard. So <laughs> that was uh, no, no. So what we did now was. You could, when we were picking the songs, you could veto them. So let's say we're Ooh, picking the songs, okay. and you say, "Luke, I want yep. uh, crank that by Soldier Boy." Mm. Which, I by would, the way, I, I didn't s- really want. I just thought, "Geez, if this goes top ten, it might get a laugh," and it did. But you know what? Geez, yep. it got old after a minute, and then we had to yeah. sit through two and a half minutes of repetition of Soldier Boy. No the intro's the funny. Dance. The whole song, dude. Is when brutal. it came on, you dun, dun, bought the house down. Yeah. Uh, one minute in, it was a lot of like, I wonder what's going to go top two. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, it was great. Um, I tell you what was fun for me. Um, on that Australia Day weekend, because I feel like everyone was just doing everything every day. I was um, like, blokes were calling me up, and I was facetiming into people's backyards, and like giving a bit of banter for their better one hundred. <laughs> yeah, so, just like that guy. Yeah, I would like I'd do a little interview with the lads like oh, over good. the Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. That's it was great. fucking fun. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I um another one that I had a gripe with and I'm gonna may, maybe going to introduce the veto rule next year because my mate put in fucking Saint Jimmy, a song by Green Day that goes for about 9 minutes. I'm like, mate, we don't have yeah, one day. Nah. You can't That's be putting out. in Bohemian Rhapsody either. It's a great song, but we don't have the afternoon. I'll get burnt. Yeah, so our rule was the song needs to... It can be something you like, but with a view to enhancing the vibe of the overall party. Yes. Mm. Okay, so... I put in my album room- tracks. Yeah, my, my roommate Danny put in um, Hallelujah. I don't know who it's by, nah. like the... Sl- you know, Hallelujah. Yeah, it's like, you can't have Jeff that. Buckley. It's like, mate, just because your missus left, like, we want to have a good time. Yeah. You know? Some of us don't want to be reminded of Shrek, you weirdo. All right? Just yeah. let, let us have a good afternoon, Shrek free. Yeah. And also, who goes to the Shrek fucking playlist and thinks upbeat tunes? Yeah. Hallelujah. You've got to go past about seven bangers to get Put to Hallelujah. I'm a believer on God. <laughs> How fucking hard is it? I know. <laughs> now, before we wrap up, um, and again, this is what I was actually leading towards before, but we got about 30 minutes sidetracked. Um, you, speaking of internet beef, um, you had a dip at me during the week on Instagram, Billy. I wanted to bring it up. I uh, thought it was a bit rich coming from you, I'll be honest. I posted... Oh, I don't think anything rich comes from Billy. Oh, boom. There it is. Thank um, you. <laughs> Sorry, can, can straight white men be hypocrites? Yeah. <laughs> I thought... Yeah, it's I'm impossible like... for us. Yeah, it is. Um, Go on, lads. <laughs> when uh, I posted a thing, just it was a cheeky jab at the uh, at the gym, which I didn't think you were particularly defending. I think you were just having a go at me in general. I said, uh, when someone says they pay money to lift things up and then put them down again, because I was wearing my Well Gym merch at a gig. Yep. Yes, I wear my own merch at a gig, which mm-hmm. I thought would have been the bit ripe for criticism. But you didn't go at that. You picked okay. something quite peculiar about the photo, which I didn't even notice before uploading. In the photo, I'm leaning on a staircase. 
Uh, and yes. then you go, just, uh, <laughs> it was pretty uncalled for. Uh, you go, you're going to address the staircase. What was that at? Was that a go? Was that a I'm heckle? Sorry, I, don't, I don't know what goes on in Melbourne. There's not just a fucking staircase on every stage in Sydney. Yeah, but don't pretend. Is this normal? Like, no. Are all the green rooms <laughs> upstairs? The, the one, like... Look, the one, those were very good photos of <laughs> yeah. quite a horrific gig. That was an open mic. And... Are you just in some cunt's living room? Like, is this not bizarre <laughs> to anyone else? <laughs> Basically, just, oh, don't don't worry, Billy. When I saw the staircase before I was about to get on stage, yeah. I thought, really, we're not going to address the staircase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I just thought it was a bit much, you know. Look, pointing out to my adoring fans that yes, I was doing an open mic. It was a bit disrespectful, but I thought, hang on, this is coming from the king of open mics. All right, mm. don't ever forget, oh. Billy, that I gave you your first shot in Sydney. Probably not, but I did let you open for me once, and you did great, man. I appreciate it. Thanks that for coming that out. story Billy told earlier in the show was about Luke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I gave you yeah. the room key, and why do you think I didn't yeah. fucking look you in the eye? <laughs> yeah, dude, I tell you what, Luke, man, I got no problem with open mics. I love a good open mic. Yeah. Um, I didn't even remember commenting that on your photo. Damn it! Um, I would describe that as a mild jab. Right, if it was on the side of a sauce bottle. Yeah. Side of a sauce bottle. We're looking right down the end of the chili. Yeah. Um, and just thank you, lucky stars, mate. You aren't Darren Levy because if that <laughs> is going to rock you to the core, <laughs> it did. But you have to win. Is this the reason I'm on the podcast today? I really? To, no, it's because, and I want to know. I want you to know why it was humiliating. It's because I was at a family dinner. Uh, I, I'd gone over to my to my parents' house. My brother was there. Now he's a much more of a fan of your comedy than mine. I hadn't seen your comment yet. Um, okay. At the family dinner table, my brother just goes, oh, did you see Billy Darcy lit you up on Instagram? <laughs> and I go, what? I go, what do you mean? I'm like, he goes, on your new post. Because I just posted it and then left to mum and dad's. Didn't touch my phone. So then I get it. I had to get out my phone at the dinner table, read out the comment. Everyone had a good laugh going, yeah, that's pretty lame that you're posting pictures of you doing stand-up in a living room. A bit of that mm. going around. Even Dad's just throwing shade. So you started Jesus. what was a pile-on, and that's why I was a bit hurt. Um, well, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. This comment could not have meant less to me mm. yeah. in any way, shape, or form, but the ripple effects of it, it have really, been... Uh, <laughs> it affected my whole afternoon, I'll be honest. <laughs> that dinner was fucking uncomfortable. Um, and then my brother goes, Dude. you should probably get get him back on the podcast. He's He definitely makes it better. It was actually the only wow. episode he's checked out in the last year. Thanks, Jack. Um, <laughs> oh, cool. Dude, not, um, cool. not cool I don't all. know. You might need to take Lewis's advice and just focus on the present moment, mate, because <laughs> you're starting to wig out a little bit here. Yeah. Luke's um. thinking too much. That's his problem. He needs to tone He needs to tone it down. You've got today, tomorrow, and yesterday. Stay yeah. in, those, in that safe zone. You'll be good. Yeah. I like yeah. the They're staircase, the to be honest. We perform there pretty regularly. And if you tank and the audience hates you, you can just run up the stairs and slam the door, <laughs> start playing music. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, man, uh, I, you made me feel real insecure about that post. Uh, real insecure in front of my family. And uh, I'm just going to stay in the present from now on. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. I yeah, cool, it. cool, cool. I mean, yeah. I bet you regret that that sort of 12-minute freak out there. You looked pretty <laughs> awesome before that. <laughs> yeah, a bit, a bit of a strange moment there. I, I don't know about yeah. bringing that one to the show, but... Wait, Luke's just like, sorry, just before we go, lads, um, I'd just like to get real vulnerable and weird for no reason in particular. <laughs> Yeah, uh, a great, a great end. Well, that that was on the back end of twenty minutes of comedians talking about comedy, so no one's probably heard yeah. this. Well, um, on that note, but, what do you have coming up, yeah. Billy? Where can people find you? 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Really looking forward to getting out of that segment. Um, so yeah, I don't have much coming up, but if you live in Sydney, I'm gonna do the Sydney Comedy Festival if it's on. Uh, so come out to that, and I've got a podcast. Get around me. It's pretty fucking good, dude. Come and listen to my weekend. Feel better about yours. Um, and that's pretty much it, really. I might be interstate later in the year. Um, but yeah. And my Instagram stories get pretty fucking weird every now and again. So tune in for that. Check them out. Great. Well, thanks for coming on the show, mate. And uh, thanks for listening. If you made it all the way through this, we appreciate it. Luke and I are both doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Tickets are going great. I think I have five left to the first Saturday. Can we please sell that out? That out? I'm sick of watching it sit there. Um, and uh, Luke's doing a bunch of regional gigs as well, aren't you? Warnable, Ballarat, Shepparton, Melbourne, Geelong, and Adelaide. Very regional. Yeah, that's about as regional as it gets. Brilliant. Yes. We're Luke and Lewis. That was Billy Darcy. Goodbye. See ya. Yeah.